hoping you're having a great, great day. Look, it is, uh, I guess, almost playoff time, and it kind of is playoff time, but sort of, kind of, not really, I don't know. Legion have one more game, and it's against the Charleston Battery, whom Legion have already played this year, and it was, you know, <laughs> it was the match where Legion gave up two goals in just a few minutes at the very end of the match. Um, a ball floated to the back post, um, ends up being the match, and it kind of is what it is. This is a Charleston Battery team, though, and that's really important because this is a team that Legion could be playing two weeks in a row, where they are taking on Charleston Battery away, and depending on the playoffs shake up, they could be going back to Charleston the very next week for the playoffs. That's big. Now, if you're wondering what the playoff standings look like, Legion are either going to be going to Tampa Bay or to Charleston. I don't know which one I would rather play. On one hand, Charleston is a team that's kind of in a rut right now, dropping two matches in a row, one to a really bad El Paso team, and one to Miami, who's a little bit more respectable. And the other option is, yeah, Tampa Bay, who... I mean, yes, Legion have had their number, but Al Lang has been a house of horrors for Legion. Two mat or two playoffs now in the four times that they've made the playoffs, Legion have lost there. And yes, it's been a close game, but do you really want to try to take on the boogeyman straight away? I don't know. That's a hard question. Now, as for Legion, who are they going to be taking on? I you know, it kind of depends on who plays. Duh. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know if Fidel Barajas is going to be in this because he was called up to the final U-17 slot uh, for uh, Mexico, but he could be. Here's what you got to know, though. If he is going to play, he's probably going to be playing on that right-hand side. On the other side, it's going to be Tristan Traeger. Up top, you're having to deal with Augie Williams. You have Rodriguez as there, Avila who can slot in. Chris Allen is their number four. It's probably one of my favorite players in the league right now. And just watching him is just fun. He is a guy who he will sit back, right, when they do this kind of four is kind of a four four two, four four one one. And him and uh uh is, Yakaza, Yakaza, I always mess up his name. Him and Yakaza will sit back, but I mean, Allen and Yakaza are kind of your guys. They sort of lead everything. Allen will go to Segbers, which, by the way, Mark Segbers plays for Charleston now. He no longer plays for Miami. Um, you have Yakaza, who's over here, and most of the stuff he does is going to be going over to Dodson, who's there right back um he's the person that got the game winning goal for them against Birmingham now yes your Yakaza is going to be the guy who's going to be playing it to Barajas if you're looking at Allen he's looking at passing it to Segbers he's looking at Palma he's looking at Traeger he's looking at you know maybe Rodriguez but mostly if you see uh, Yakaza get the ball he's going right if you see Allen with the ball he's going left it's pretty simple 
he could go up the middle, but a lot of times it doesn't really happen. Don't get me wrong, Augie Williams gets a lot of play, but it's not super ton, which has kind of been the issue lately. They've been very predictable. Against El Paso, they probably feel a little hard done by. Um, it just was not a good showing for uh, for Charleston. But when you look at Miami, who's been red hot, looking like a better loss that Legion had, obviously you want to score a goal where it feels like you put up 20,000 shots on target and they were good shots, but you know it kind of is what it is. Um, if you're Charleston, you're kind of looking at your chances and just saying, well, it is what it is. And if you're Birmingham, you're saying, we figured it out. And I don't want to bang on my chest and be like, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. But Legion have been going with this kind of 4-1-4-1 where Enzo Martinez has been playing center defensive mid. And guess who's been playing Cam? <laughs> it's been Juan Aguidello. I, I mean, look, when your midfield is Juan Aguidello, Tyler Pasher, uh, Enzo Martinez... You can kind of let your wingers do whatever they want. Deben Wigbo, Prosper Kasim have were looking great. Preston, uh, Pre he's very exciting this last match against Monterey Bay, but nothing that I was too too hyped about. I suppose he he looked good, he looked perfectly fine, but nothing that was too crazy. But the big point of this is one playing Cam, not winger where he was able to control the run of play. He was able to distribute. He was able to hold up the play. And frankly, Juan doesn't have the pace that he used to. Him running in late is what creates the goal. He gets a goal versus Monterey Bay where he kind of pokes it and it bounces over the line. And in a super exciting moment, if he's playing winger, he's not in that spot. I don't want to speak like this is just a vast generalization, but it's kind of where he should have been playing all year long. And how long have I been banging on that drum that one as the cam is the move? Now you're dealing with a rotating circle of Juan Aguidello, Tyler Pasher, and uh, Enzo Martinez all in this kind of midfield. I know it looks like a 4-1-4-1, but really to me it looks more like a 4-3-3 with... Sometimes you have Pasher dropping uh, in and kind of playing a little deeper while Enzo goes and Juan go forward. Sometimes you have Enzo dropping back while Pasher and Juan go forward. Sometimes it's really like Juan getting forward, acting like a second striker and running on while Pasher is distributing. I think it's... I think this works. I think this really, really works. Also, did not get a lot of love. This back line looked great. Between Moses Mensa, Jake Roof, Alice Granale, and obviously Colin Smith, it was really nice. I think Jake Roof getting center back start, guess what? He looked dang good. He looked dang good. He got caught on uh, out on one ball, really, but that was it. I thought Jake was great, and this is where he should have been kind of playing all year long. Moses Mensah had a great game. Colin Smith, 
pretty much shut down Alex Dixon entirely. It was fun. And I think that if you're Birmingham, you're saying, we can beat anybody right now. It's kind of how you beat Memphis. You said, hey, we're going to drop Enzo back. We're going to let Juan play the cam. It's how you dismantle Monterey Bay. You drop Enzo back. You let Juan play Cam. You have Nico, who should have scored. Um, you have Preston, who, yeah, probably should have scored on a really good cross by Colin Smith. I think it's forgotten, but puts it right on front. Or actually, it was, um, it was a cross by Prosper Kasim, a little right-footed cross that I think Preston wants that to be a goal. He wants that one back. I think that this is the way to do it. I really like it. None of them really want errant pass. I also liked what I saw out of uh, out of uh, Trevor Spangenberg. There was one really rough pass, but other than that, that just kind of went out of play. I liked what I saw out of Trevor. I really did. I really liked what I saw out of him. I know he didn't have to work too hard, but the distribution was there, and I, I thought it was great good. So how is this team going to beat Charleston? I think the same way that you beat Memphis same way you beat Monterey Bay. Lined up the same way. Let them just kind of butt heads, let one run it, and let the pace win. I mean, between Deeb and Wigbo, uh, your Tyler Pasher, your Preston, uh, Tabor I, I even Prosper Kasim, these pacey wingers, uh, these pacey players who can really dribble the crap out of the ball. Why not do that? <laughs> it looks good. It looks dang good. And I I think it's great. I think that this is the way forward. I think that if Legion can get this result against Charleston, I genuinely think that this team can make a run. I have to see it, though. And I think there's a part of Charleston that has to go for this, too, because this is the difference between Charleston and playing us and I guess this doesn't really matter but it's the difference between sitting or well, I guess they're kind of relying on us losing so they can play us again because who would they rather play would they rather try to play Indy or us I think there's a chance that Charleston rests players and if they do then it's an easier win Legion might be able to sneak up and play uh, and play Charleston Meanwhile, if Legion stay in seventh, they play Tampa Bay, and I don't know. I think I'd rather go Charleston, which sounds like a crazy thing for me to say, but Al Lang is such a house of horrors, or at least it can be, that that makes me uncomfortable, and I don't know if I want to deal with that. At some point, you have to slay the beast, and I totally get that, but I don't think it's... I, I don't know if this year is the time. I... I don't know. This is this is a weird one. So let me know. Who would you rather face? Because Charleston's a closer drive, I think, to Tampa Bay. Um, I think more fans would go to Charleston. I think that Legion could have a better chance of beating Charleston than Tampa Bay. It. I don't know. Overall, I think Legion have a more than great chance in this. Like I said, they're kind of Charleston's kind of sputtering against locomotive. I mean, they just completely disintegrate against the frankly a pretty bad locomotive team right now. Um, 
they're not generating the same shots that they were at one point. Don't get me wrong. Guys like Fidel Brahas can still pop off at any moment. I still like their back line of Archer and Palma. I think Segbers is an incredible addition over they haven't played left uh left uh, back by the way, not right back. They're keeping Dotson at right back, which I think is interesting. I'm very intrigued by the fact that Segbers is playing left back for them and not right back. But that means he'll be playing off of Tristan Traeger over on that left-hand side and letting Barajas and Dodson continue their thing. Maybe that's maybe that's what they're trying to do. I think Traeger is a guy who's been super underrated this year and deserves a lot of love. I'm still not sold on Trey Muse uh, as a keeper. I'm just not. Um, I think he could be good. I'm just not sold. So, I think that there's a lane. I think there's a real lane here. And I'm excited. I'm super excited. I want to see what this team can do. Let's see if Legion can continue the hot run. If, you know what, call me fickle fan or whatever. But I think the tactical change was brilliant. And I think it is what's been needing to come for a long time. And who knows, maybe getting that first playoff victory, really getting it going, you could be setting yourself up for a for just a fun match. You could be setting yourself up to maybe go to Memphis, to go up to possibly Louisville, or uh, heck, you might even just have to play Tampa Bay anyway. And I don't know, this playoffs could be a good run. We know what this team can do in these knockout situations with the U.S. Open Cup. So, yeah, that's about all I want to talk about today. Not a whole lot to discuss today, really, especially since we could be seeing this this one again. But, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Until next time, guys, keep hammering on.